Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Mike Shields, tell me more. Those would be great last words. Mike Shields, tell me more. Welcome to the show. It's Friday. I have lost it. I'm exhausted. That means this show is going to be either crazy good or crazy crazy but we'll see uh the whole gang's here on a friday uh mark aram and the bananas with you till 8 in the p.m uh speaking of bananas we're going to play guess that banana coming up a little bit later on the broadcast uh you heard chris chandler in the news there uh talking about the good jobs report let's get a, an update on it because i want to talk about that here uh, from the Associated Press. Amid other evidence, the job market meltdown has bottomed out. The numbers suggest businesses are quickly bringing back workers as the economy reopens. Some economists warn it's just one month of data that could be providing false hope. But there's building optimism among investors that the economy can recover relatively fast from the pandemic-induced hole. That's that's great news. I mean, maybe it's a blip on the radar, but positive economic news. I love it. More jobs added. The experts, even the White House experts, thought they would have huge jobless numbers again, but we actually grew jobs, so that's great. And we see that here locally, right? The slow reopen of WSB yep. Radio, we're seeing more and more folks come into the station, and uh, and hopefully things will continue to get better on the, on the job market and the economy. Wall Street certainly liked the job numbers today. is up again. Uh, my my 401k is uh, is close to what it was before the pandemic. Yeah, that's from. I mean, I I blocked it out so long. Yeah, I, I didn't want to look at it. Twenty seven thousand. Yeah, but now, uh, how do you know my balance? It's messed up. <laughs> no, are you, you hacking into my account? I'm talking about the market. Oh, oh yeah, the market. Oh, sorry. I thought, <laughs> uh, Chuck hacked into my account. Um, so uh, any positive news is great, especially for the folks, the millions of folks uh, around the country and here in Georgia that uh, lost their jobs. Hopefully, the market comes back. I think I didn't go too deep into the data. But uh, retail jobs are, are coming back, surging back. Uh, government jobs are still being uh, shed. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to see that in Georgia again, a 14% loss in revenue. So, uh, but, but it's good. It's nice to have some positive news. And I'm not going to poke holes in it. I'm not going to uh, play devil's advocate today. It's been a while since we've had go- good news on the job market. So I'm just going to celebrate that and hope it's uh, a long-term trend. Because, I, I mean... We were expecting get back to work. We were expecting the newsroom today when that when the the numbers came out to be bad again, mm-hmm. and then when it came out, it was like, oh my god, like like crazy. So, still record unemployment and all that, but positive signs. So I hope if you are still without a job, there is better news on the horizon. I do want to talk about jobs right now because I, I mentioned this, I teased this a couple of weeks ago. We never really got into the conversation. The the grads right now, the high school and college grads, like unless you were graduating in the Great Depression. There's really not been a worse job market to enter as a recent grad. I was golfing a couple of weeks ago and golf with these two guys who just graduated. What a life this guy I know. Has. Just graduated. I remember the last time I even <laughs> golfed. It was the middle of the day. Spying was, on my 401k. I, was I want your life. I was busy. <laughs> I was golfing. Go no, ahead. It was sorry. These, it was these two guys. Sorry, Jack that, Nicholas. <laughs> that had graduated. <laughs> 
<laughs> and graduated from Georgia Tech. And yeah. they were both just like, I'm going to keep going to school because yeah. I don't have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. And the other one was moving home and hopes that maybe things this fall would, would work out for them. But they both lost both the jobs they had in line. Yeah. They, they put up a hiring freeze and they were like, this is the worst yeah. time to graduate. No, horrible, horrible. I can't remember the job market when I graduated. It wasn't great. 1996, I don't know. What was that? That was Clinton years? Yeah, I think it was pretty good. Oh, you know, it was, the... it was right before the big dot-com, dot-com boom. Bubble. So, yeah. I mean, it was kind of mushy, mm-hmm. but uh, then it exploded with the dot-com. Of course, I don't know anything about computers. So that didn't help me. Uh, but the job market when I graduated college was, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't good. And I wasn't very good. So that was <laughs> the worst part of it. Um, I just, I, I don't want to talk about jobs today because we have positive job numbers. So I, I've got three things I want to discuss, actually four, but uh, your first real job. Longoria, what was your first real job out of school? Did Wiener Central. <laughs> That's it. That was, and when I was 15, that was my first. No, oh, no. You mean like a real Like a serious job. Oh, like, okay. Um, probably the radio station. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I worked at newspapers uh, throughout high school and college, but that wasn't like a real job. It was like, it was called, uh, I was a stringer. Where I'd get like thirty dollars for an article. Yeah, go cover this game. Here's thirty bucks. So it wasn't really a real. I didn't have benefits. I didn't have anything like that. So my first real job, believe it or not, was here at WSB Radio. Deborah Green, uh, the Wisconsin native. Mm-hmm. What was? Do you remember your first real job? Yeah, it was after well, I graduated college. I moved here mm-hmm. and I actually designed catalogs and magazines for an automotive company. That actually sounds intriguing. It, it was, if it wasn't such a toxic environment. I actually oh. really liked it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that was my first real job. More toxic than rock radio. Way more toxic. Really? Dude, wow. yeah. Oh, wow. absolutely. Car guys? Come on. Oh, yeah. so you would lay out a, a magazine. like Magazine and catalogs, like all the parts that they would sell, yeah. you know, and you'd lay it out and then have all the information and the photos and everything, and started their website, too. So did you have to do that? It was all online, like designing Yeah, the... yeah, like Quark, Photoshop, Illustrator, all that. Were you a uh, a parts model? <laughs> Like no. Deb in a bikini holding up a muffler? That would have never happened. Did that, was that what, the and that's type of, part of the toxic environment. <laughs> no, was that the type of thing in the catalog, though? Like, No, it was it legitimate was... parts, like restoration. Okay. Yeah. No, but, I mean, you look at you go to, like, car shows, and they've got the beautiful women pointing at the cars. and That wasn't what this company was. Okay. No. But that that's a real job. Yeah. Interesting. Chuck, have you ever had a real job? <laughs> I mean, I did. I did. What was your first real job? My first real job, uh, I worked with uh, at-risk youth as uh, I assessed child abuse cases for a... Um, for a home for at-risk youth. I could actually see you doing that. Yeah, as much as I it. dislike adults, I really like kids. Yeah. I had a so. bunch of friends in high school that there is this, uh, I don't know the proper term for it. It was like a school for troubled youth. Yeah. And yeah. I had like five of my friends become counselors slash yeah. whatever. The, and That's it was like they, it changed their lives. Yeah. Like being a part of kids that maybe got in trouble as a kid mm-hmm. or were abused as they were sent to this beautiful school in uh, in Northwest Connecticut, like just gorgeous campus. And a bunch of my buddies w- just started working there over the summer and then got full-time jobs there. And so that would have been in the late 90s. And they still keep in touch with the kids. That, I do, too. Yeah. I do have, you really? Yeah, I have, there's five of them. That I'm friends with them on Facebook. And yeah. The softer side of Chuck. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about your first. It's, so th- these are all job-related questions to kick out the show as we celebrate the better job numbers today. Your first real job. You could answer any or, or all of these. Uh, first real job. Your worst job ever and your easiest job ever. So any of those three you want to answer. Your first real job, your worst job, or your easiest job. We know Chuck's easiest job. He's currently in it right now. <laughs> yes, he have, is. Do you, have you had an easy gig, Longoria? One that was just like, oh, this is... 
This yeah, is- I mean, radio, I mean, to me was just the, I mean, when I started, it was, I was overnight. I yeah. mean, you're just sitting here pushing So overnight. Buttons. Yeah, overnight board up. I mean, that's just. For me, it was do, I used to. Just I, watching things. I used to do overnight traffic on WSB. That was, um, I would do overnights. It was like 11 a.m. to, f- 11 p.m. to like 5 a.m. And then that was at another building. And then I would come here for the morning show. It was a horrible shift. But the overnight traffic was they didn't we didn't do live reports as much as we do now overnight. And basically, I would sit there and do nothing for four hours, except for this one thing pre smartphone. They had this thing called tell me traffic. And I had to update this every 30 minutes. And it was just a recording. And it had to be a minute long. Exactly. So I had to do a minute traffic report every half hour at two in the morning. <laughs> wow! And basically, and no one was listening to this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't. And I'd be like, and I seventy five in Cobb County is. You a, just draw it. I out. would go. As, I would talk as slow as I could. Is a speed limit ride from Wade Green Road <laughs> all the way down to I two. But I did. It was so annoying. But that was the easiest gig. I mean, for sure. And the final thing I want to talk about: any advice you have to current grads that are looking for a job. I'm going to give my advice, the same advice I give to anyone looking for a job out of school. The only reason I am where I am today is for three reasons, Longoria. I've told you this many times. I'm never late to work. I never call in sick. And I always do what my boss asked me to do. That's it. I'm not really good, obviously. I'm not super talented. I, I never show up late to work. I never call in sick. And whatever the boss says, I say, yes, sir, let's do it. That, that's it. Those are the the keys to my success. You can get your foot in the door and you do those three things. Yeah, you got to make. You I can didn't be, think I survive. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't do that. Two, two out of the three. Two, I, do, I do most of those three things. You don't do the last one. You, yeah. yeah. You're never late and you don't call in sick. No. You don't actually always do what the boss wants, but well, yeah, that's yeah, all right. Two out of three ain't bad. So there we go. <laughs> jobs. We're talking about jobs. The positive job report. Your first real job, your worst job, your easiest job. And any advice you have to give to college or high school graduates now as they enter the workforce. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And I really feel, I mean, I feel for the folks that have lost their jobs, but, you know, a bushy-tailed grad of high school and college getting ready out there, to, and you come out and there's like, nothing. You know, like, oh, what a disheartening thing that is. Uh, 404-872-0750. Sean kicks us off in coming, Georgia. Sean, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you? Excellent. Happy Friday, my friend. Uh, same to you, my friend. Hey, uh, first real job, I was in Chicago, and I got a job as a janitor in my high school when I got off, So, and it was union. So I was like 14, 15 years old, making 11 bucks an hour in the 70s. Oh, my God. And so I'd get done with class, and we'd clean up the cafeteria, set up for the basketball game, all that stuff, and then I'd take the activity bus home. So. Did your you know, did your uh, classmates make fun of you? Like, oh, hey, yeah, all, all, all the time. And then when I um, go clean the urinal, Sean, <laughs> and bought a '69 Camaro, you know, they, they weren't laughing after that. So, so you're making eleven dollars an hour in what year? 1977, 78. All right, so th- this is a true story. Eleven dollars yeah. a year, 1977. Because yeah. it was union. In okay, Chicago, no, no, I, all I don't. The schools were union. Sean, yeah. I, I, I'm proud of you. I, I'm not doubting you. I'm trying to do yeah. the math here in my head. When I started at WSB in 1997, I made $8 an hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so you were making more in 1977 than I was when I first started at WSB Radio. That is amazing. I don't yeah, know. I, that and, and kudos to you for, oh, can you imagine? Like your best friend was the part-time janitor at the high school? Oh, we never would have, never would 
Never would have lived that down. Hey, Chadwick, I just puked in the corner. Go mop it up. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, it would have been relentless. Good for him. All right, jobs report. The numbers are good. Yes. What was your first real job, your worst job, or your easiest job? And what advice do you have for high school and college graduates now looking to enter the workforce? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We'll, of course, monitor the protests in downtown Atlanta. If things get out of hand, you'll hear about it first right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. 625, 76 murky degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Good news in the job market. Jobs uh, improving. 2.5 million out of the economy. That was a surprise. Some positive job news. I still feel for the folks graduating high school and college entering a very, very difficult job market. Talking jobs tonight on the program. Chef William joins us on the show. How are you, Chef? Good, sir. How are you doing? Excellent. What's on your mind? My first job outside of culinary school, I got a job with the Department of Defense in Europe and Northern Africa as a chef. What? You were a chef for the DOD in Northern Africa? Yeah, what it was is we went to military bases and turned uh, officers' clubs into full service restaurants. That's pretty remarkable. That's a great so real was, first I job. Was 18, I was 18 living in Germany by myself, and then we moved from country to country. That's that a fantastic really first job. To be that young to, you know, experience different cultures. Were you? I'm, I'm thinking of. You remember that scene in Seinfeld, Chuck, where uh, they flash back to the Korean War, and uh, <laughs> Frank Costanza Frank. was the chef. Yeah. And he tried to he overseasoned. Yeah, he overseasoned the expired meat and tried to bring it back <laughs> and save it. Uh, Robertson Norcross, Robert, real quick, what was your first real job, buddy? First real job was uh, cutting grass in the neighborhood. So I uh, started a little business when I was about ten, and um, I learned my true uh, my true lesson about taxation. My dad made me pay him a percentage of all proceeds. So Are you was, serious? Yeah. What did he? Oh yeah. Were you using his mower? Is that the deal? Oh yeah, that was the deal. It was uh, I pay for gas, and ten percent goes to him. Ten so, percent to the I house. Mean, hey, I'd be happy if I only had to pay ten percent taxes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also it was built into it that I had to do our yard work as well. So you know, it, it was a heavy tax. But you learned it well, and it served you well in life. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, one thing you said about the uh, the number three, listen to your boss. I'm uh, four years out of college, been in consulting and tech sales. Uh, I actually decided in November to go back to school. Hang on one second, Robert. Hang on. I got a break for news, weather, and traffic. Talking jobs in the Mark Aram Show. Back after this. Yo, this is Jamie Foxx, and you're listening to my man, Mark Aram. 638, 76 degrees on Peachtree Street. We finally made it to the end of the week. Mark Aram of the Bananas with you till 8. We're going to play Guess That Banana next hour on the program. Of course, we're monitoring the protesters in downtown. If things go south quickly, you'll hear about it here first on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Good news finally on the job market. What can you tell us, Karen Travers from ABC? President Trump came out to the Rose Garden Friday morning to take a victory lap after the release of the May jobs report. Government data showed the unemployment rate declined to 13.3% in the month of May, and there were 2.5 million jobs added. This is outstanding what's happened today. Now, they thought the number would be a loss of 9 million jobs, and it was a gain of almost 3 million jobs. The president taking credit for the positive report, saying the U.S. could save millions of lives with coronavirus shutdowns, but then start to reopen and bring back jobs. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Finally, good news on the job market. Doesn't, uh, I mean, it's not great, though. It's not a great job market for grads of high school and college. We're talking about that. Uh, advice to the young grads right now from you. 
Uh, what was your first real job? What was your worst job? And what was your easiest job? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I forgot I was talking to you before the break. I think they hung up. They hung up. Okay, sorry about that. Jacob's in Forest Park. Jacob, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Hey, doing good, Mark. How you doing? Excellent. What's going on? Uh, nothing much. Hanging out at my dad's for the weekend and thought I'd give you all a call. What What can I do for you? Um, nothing much. I was going to say my uh, my first job, I worked at a Sugarland Christmas tree farm where I had cut down Christmas trees for people and loaded on top of their cars. Um, worst job would probably have to be um, a plumber up in Atlanta because everything's always going crazy over there. That's a tough gig and, um, for Some sure. advice I'd give to some college students or people getting out of high school is uh, get into the trade field. Um, college isn't for everyone, and we're definitely needing people to fill up some electrician jobs, plumber jobs, carpenter jobs, everything like that. Good advice. And I'm going to give the same advice that I've always given since the year 1997. If you can, if you don't know computers, you'll always have a job, right? I mean, that's if you have that skill set, you, you're pretty much guaranteed employment. But a trade job as well, plumber, electrician, that certainly always is in demand. Garrett's in Jonesboro. Garrett, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? What's up, Garrett? Well, it's, it's Gary. Oh, sorry, Gary. Uh, Chuck spelled Gary with two T's at the end. What's going uh, on, Gary? <laughs> my first my first real job was right out of high school in Norfolk, Virginia, summer of 66. I worked at a place called Burger Chef, like a McDonald's, but they, they closed them. But they never had them in the South. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I worked six days a week, nine hours a day, 54 hours a week for 80 cents an hour. Oh, oh. Cleared. I cleared $38 a week. That was the year I learned the value of a dollar. I was about to say, that's like a $40 a week gig. Did you at yeah, least get to eat for free? Yeah, yeah, we did get to eat for free, but uh, I wanted to buy brand name clothes like all my friends were buying. No. I started paying five bucks for these shirts. My my money went away in a hurry. I thought, no, nah, my hard-earned labor is worth a whole lot more than these darn brand name shirts. I have never spent uh, money on clothes. Like, that is not... I spend yeah. money on stupid stuff, but never on clothes. The, the most, Not even for TV? Well, well that, that's it. I mean, until I started doing TV, like, I have to buy, uh, I don't have to buy, but I'm encouraged to buy these custom-tailored shirts so I don't look as fat as I do in real life. So the, those are pretty expensive. I mean, they're not even that crazy. But yeah. my, no- father, my father had a job out of high school into the Depression, 1939, in Casper, Wyoming. He worked all day at a gas station, and they paid him three quarters. Oh, my goodness. 75 cents a day. That that made me appreciate my 80 cents an hour. Yeah, I'm never, never, ever going to complain. 75 cents a day. Like, for my ties, like, I'll go to TJ Maxx, like, $4 ties. Just ties. Or K&G. Like, I've never, I can't imagine, I don't know. I, I bought a suit once that was expensive. That was about it. But I do not spend money on clothes. Uh, Aaron is in Noonan. Aaron, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you doing? Excellent. What's going on? So I wanted to say, um, so I'm 25, and I've only I've had job I had jobs in high school, you know, like gas station stuff, little odds ends, little stuff working at like a Christmas tree farm during Christmas season. But right when I got out of high school, um, I went and applied for Atlanta Gaslight, and I've been working Atlanta Gaslight ever since I was 18 until now, and I'm 25. That's a great and gig. <clears throat> And I would say to anybody graduating, because the college was not for me. And, I mean, if anybody was out of school and was like, look, I want a job that I can start and do, you know, your whole career and get a lot of stuff from it. I mean, this job, I love my job. I meet new people each and every day. You know, talk to everybody. I love my job. I mean, it's blessed me with, 
you know, let my wife stay at home. We had two kids, bought two houses from it. So it's very promising as long as you come to work every day and, you know, work for your money. So I would say that's a big What's the thing, biggest fringe benefit of that gig? The, the what now? The biggest fringe benefit. Like, what's the, what's the coolest, like, benefit to working for them? Um, free, you get free power or anything? No, uh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, you know, a good job. You come to work every day. You know, you get a work truck, and, you know, they treat you great. And it's the only in own company, so. <clears throat> that works. Congratulations, Aaron. That's a, that's a nice outfit to be with. You don't use that. They don't use that term anymore when you get it with a company. That's a good outfit. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, that's a good outfit. Georgia Power, good outfit. You'd think they'd get like 10% off their power bill or something. Though. Something. Yeah. Uh, talking about jobs, great job numbers today. Finally, maybe the economy is recovering. What was your first real job out of high school or college? The worst job you ever had? The easiest job you ever had? And what's your advice to the recent grads? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aaron. This is The Mark Aaron Show. Finally, a ray of sunshine in the dismal job market. Job numbers released this morning were fantastic, especially compared to what the experts predicted. Uh, talking about jobs, tough job market for the kids graduating high school and college right now. What was your first real job? Longoria's first real job was not Wiener Schnitzel. It was actually at a radio station. Yeah, radio. So that's what I mean. Like, I worked at a bowling alley part-time on Saturdays. That, that wasn't my real job. Uh, your first real job. What was the worst job you ever had? The easiest job you ever had? And what advice do you have to give to young graduates right now? Let me amend this. I got a little, I got a little uh, flack on Twitter when I said, my advice to college grads is never be late, never call in sick, and always do what your boss says. I mean, if you're really sick, sick. I mean, like, wink, yeah, wink. Oh, I'm sick. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Sick. Yeah, if you're, yeah, don't Ferris Bueller a job. Don't fake it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if, you, if you're legitimately sick, obviously take off. And if, r- rarely, because uh, I'm a former Division One athlete, I'm always in top-notch health. But if I sure. actually happen to get sick, I take off. But don't, you know, don't fake the sickness. Because bosses know when you're faking I it. I mean, we've all got coronavirus because of Andrew. Yeah, we haven't uh, missed a day. We've yeah, got we those, go. those antibodies. And we were here. No one missed a single day. We had the Rona, thanks to uh, Longoria. 404-872-0750. BD joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, BD? Hey, just driving home. Yeah, uh, first job, dollar sixty an hour, casing off the half gallon machine and all the chocolate milk you could drink. Oh, damn, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, worst job. My father had a sawmill. The power plant was a nineteen fifteen model Frick traction steam engine. Ugh. It fell my job when I turned about fourteen to go in the firebox to cut the flues out. Nasty. That's that's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. All you can eat, all you can have chocolate milk. That's a hell of a perk. That was why I loved working in a restaurant when I was in college. Free dinner every day. Like, you can, I was food insecure, Deborah Green. And I could have a bowl of pasta, a pizza, a sub sandwich, chicken parmesan. Oh, that was great. Better benefits at the college, at the uh, restaurant I worked in college than in radio. <laughs> they took our food away. They took our yeah, food they away. they took our food away. I, almost, I brought it. Well, I'll save that uh, for off the air. Scott's in Johns Creek. Scott, welcome to the show. What's going on, brother? Thank you. First and worst job, one and the same, 1973, uh, right out of college, shift foreman in an asbestos plant. Oh, my good. Do you have mesothelioma? Uh, I hope not. I was only there for four months, and... Uh, Whenever I'd go out on the production floor, 
I wore a respirator. Have guys standing at these looms going back and forth. They'd be standing there smoking a cigarette, and no, and the asbestos fibers would be coming off that cloth that they were weaving. Ah, the worst. Yeah. I started watching a documentary. Not, I mean, not totally unrelated to the subject. I fell asleep 15 minutes into it. But the beginning of it was, is this guy's name? Well, I use those to fall asleep. Like, I was going to say, that must have been an interesting one. It was, But it was. I'll, I'll go back and finish it. It was a guy who, like, led the movement to actually um, bring some sort of regulation to the food industry. Um, and they talked about, you know, turn of the century, asbestos and stuff like this. And so before this guy started this movement, like, food companies could put anything they want in food. There was no regulation. It was like, like the start of FDA? Yeah, basically, like people would put it, they would put copper shavings in something to make it look better. Like, oh, really? Yeah. But that was common in alcohol. That might have yeah, been too. Yeah. It was food and beverages. And like people, like they were selling uh, maple syrup and they would put corn syrup in it and copper shavings to make it look like uh, darker. Like that was allowed. <laughs> and cocaine and Coca Cola. I'll yeah. finish that documentary and, and bring you an update. I don't even know the dude's name, but it was interesting. Sean's in Douglasville. Sean, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Hey, brother. Just want to say real fast, uh, I love your show. I'm a store manager for a major retailer, and my customers are forced to listen to you every time you're <laughs> My man. Thank you, brother. That's it. Uh, first job I ever had, Six Flags. I was painting airbrush T-shirts between the ages of 15 and 18. <laughs> Didn't realize how good life was. That's... Like I was on commission making $20, $25 an hour. Girls everywhere. It was fantastic. Oh, so you, you were selling the T-shirts? I was painting the T-shirts. Okay. And we worked on a commission basis, and I got really fast at it, and I made a lot of money. 1986, on it. there was no better feeling walking into eighth grade than having a fresh airbrush T-shirt that you got from the from the boardwalk dude. <laughs> Those are good. All right, we're coming back talking jobs reports. Good jobs numbers. Not a great job market for new grads. First job you ever had, the first real job you ever had, your worst job, your easiest job, and what's your advice to recent grads? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole gang here tonight, Deborah Green produces the show, Shlongoria, the Stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, low T, screens your calls. Uh, we are continuing to monitor the protest downtown. Atlanta's only 24-hour traffic center says most of the activity down around Centennial Olympic Park Drive, Marietta Street. Things seem calm now. The curfew tonight, Deborah, correct me if I'm wrong, starts at 8 p.m. 8 o'clock, yep. And that Today goes through the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so we expect one of those uh, frightening push alerts on your phone any minute now. I'm, I'm done with those. How can I uh, unsubscribe you can turn them from off. those? Really? Yeah, you have to go in your settings and you can turn them off. Yeah, I turn them all off. Yeah. Turn them all off? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> amber alert. It could be your children yeah, and amber yeah. alert. Andrew doesn't care. doesn't want to bother. <laughs> don't, come, don't go in uh, your dad's room either, yeah, kids. Yeah. Come uh, on now. The alerts are off. No come bother on. the room. Uh, coming up next half hour, uh, we're going to play Guess the Banana. And I got a prize to give away. 
We got Mark Aram Show masks, finally. So I'm going to give away a Mark Aram Show mask. Uh, they look fantastic, by the way. Um, so that'll be the prize. And I'll just have to mail it to someone because we can't. you can't come pick it up. Uh, but we're talking about the great jobs numbers released today. Uh, first positive economic news in quite some time. 2.5 million jobs added last month. Finally, some good news on the economic front. Wall Street loved the news. The Dow is up big now. Uh, what was your first real job? What was your worst job? What was your easiest job? And what advice can you give to recent grads now? Because even though the numbers today were good, still a bad job market for recent grads to head out there. 404-872-0750. Mike joins us in Marietta. Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Uh, this is a great topic, I think. But, Thanks, buddy. Uh, and kind, kind of a uh, painful one sometimes, but... Uh, but anyway, my first job job was uh, when I was a freshman in high school, my first summer after being a freshman. I was on a sling blade crew for the county uh, cutting grass around mailboxes and telephone poles. So we were like the human. This was back in 70, probably one, 71. We were the first weed eaters. We were human weed eaters back in Back in the day. What day? But, uh, what what time of the year was this? Was it in the summer? That seems like be really bad in the oh, summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it was when we were out of school. Yeah, it was in the summer. So hot days, long roads. They would dump you out on, like, you know, a, a road, a country road. And you, your job was to walk down that road and cut grass as close as you could with a sling blade. Uh, to the telephone poles and the uh, mailboxes, and the guys that had the cushy job, they drove a tractor that had a bush hog on the back. So you cleaned out around obstacles so that they could just come right behind you and just drive down the side of the road. That's How cushy. cushy. Is that? My- that was like that was like I I want to say probably less than a buck an hour. That sounds about right for that time. My buddy Matt D grew up in Ohio. And every summer, Chuck, you probably had something similar to this in Montana. Kids would sign up for city jobs for the oh, summer, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there was like park and rec's job. Like oh, you could be the, the lifeguard, the cemetery. Yeah. You could, uh, I don't know, be an umpire at Little League Baseball. Like there was all these jobs, but it was randomly selected, I guess, or you had to know someone. So Matt D signed up hoping, you know, asking for a parks and rec's job. He got a, a job at the sewage plant. Oh, no. Unclogging like filters where he would literally have to put on waders and and walk into sewage at the sewage treatment plant and, like, put his arm under the stuff. Nope. Yeah. So he's like... that's why he went to college. That's why he went to law school. He was like, all right, I'm not doing that ever again. Can you imagine, like, his (laughs) best friend gets the lifeguard job (laughs) and Matt D is, like, pulling poop out of grates. Uh, 404-872-0750. Zachary's in Alpharetta. Zach, welcome to the show. Hey, Hey, Mark. Um great to talk to you thank you buddy my uh my first job was working for i don't know if i'm not to say the company's name it was domino's pizza okay back in 2012 i was a senior in high school uh, i was probably off to my worst job uh, reason being was because I, I was able to learn a lot of skills from it and i was able to become manager and run shifts but they were paying 775 an hour so you were you were a manager making 775 an hour Yes. Yikes. Well, I mean, manager title's pretty cool. Did you get free pizza at least? Oh, yeah. We ate a lot of pizza, (laughs) a lot of those uh, chocolate lava cakes. Those are delicious. Uh, I'll tell you what. Domino's has stepped up their game. To me, as far as, like, the fast food pizza joints now, they're the clear front runner. I keep going. Once a week, you see me, Longoria. I'm bringing in that Philly cheesesteak pizza Uh from Domino's. 
And like on the app, it's like five bucks for a medium. So I get two and give one to Alex Williams. Domino's has stepped up. They, yeah. Domino's now is better than it was 10 years ago when, when that dude was a manager. Uh, <laughs> Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to Russell, you. happy Friday, my friend. How are you? Thank you. Very good. What's on your mind tonight, buddy? My first job was my best job, believe it or not, because in the early 1980s, my dad was program director of WQXI. Quixie. And he said, I don't want to make – they had this Christmas party. So I don't want to make somebody that works there work at the Christmas party. Well, you play the records. You won't get paid, but you can go to the party. I mm-hmm. said, okay. So I played records at the Christmas party. Well, after the party, this guy named Ike Newkirk comes up to me. And he says, I need a remote DJ to play records at a, for a job. You want a job? And they hired me to, to go to parties. My job was to go to parties and play records. That's awesome. That's uh, called a DJ, Russ. What is <laughs> That's called a DJ. <laughs> Yeah, remote DJ. Yeah. I, I was. I was uh, is, uh, is Ike? Will you will you Google this, Deborah Green? Is Ike Newkirk still with us? He's a legendary line of radio figure, Ike Newkirk. Yeah, he was my boss. That's amazing. Well, you sh- and and you should have stuck with that, Russ. You, I mean, you're very jovial, I personable. I did for a long time. I did probably ten years. I mean, I'd go yeah. to high school dances, company parties, you know, and they paid me a set fee. I got a hundred and fifty bucks. Damn. What Unless was the number the one song Russ would play? Four hours, yeah, what was, what was your most spun hit when you were a DJ? Oh, golly, back then. Um, Beach Boys or something know, like we, that? This we was the 80s, right? Radio. Oh, it was the 80s. Def Leppard? No, ACDC. it was mostly, you know, top four. You know, Sheena Easton, stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Sheena Easton. That little Pat Benatar. You got anything big yeah, planned for the weekend, yeah. Russ? Are you are you going out? What are you doing? Oh, I'm sitting here with Karen. Uh, Beatrice is gone, but her stuff is still here, so I anticipate her coming yeah, back. Yeah, she'll she'll return. She's like Chuck. She just goes on sabbatical <laughs> once in a while. Russ, uh, be safe. Have a great weekend, buddy. Thanks, you too. All right, Russ in Gainesville. Uh, Bill joins us in Powder Springs. Bill, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, my first job was, I was 13 years old in 69 in my uncle's shoe repair shop, Uncle John. And um, I was paid, we were closed Wednesday, but four days a week, $5 on weekdays and $8 on Saturday. And I had to pay for my lunch because he went out every day. <laughs> what was your exact job, though? Like, what could you do at the shoe I, shop? I finished I finished shoes. I, like polished them? I shined them. them. I, I did the, dyed the welts and all that when he put soles on them and just kind of a gopher. Is that that's called a cobbler, right? You're, he was a cobbler. Yeah, he was a cobbler. Is that he, is that still was, a thing? Is that job still out there? It, it, yeah, very yeah. few for women's shoes, very, particularly. Well, women's shoes are so expensive. You you gotta yeah. fix them right if they break. But men's shoes, I mean, I don't know Longoria. You, well, I sent some shoes out to be repaired that I've had since my high school days in the seventies. Oh my and They goodness. were very expensive, and they butchered them. Oh no, it's a <laughs> lost art. Them. The cobbler, it's, it's a lost oh, yeah. art. You remember they, yes, I, not to go back to the Seinfeld thing, you remember when Kramer took all of uh, Jerry's shoes to the... I don't think I have any shoes that need cobbling. <laughs> and all he left him with was those, those cowboy, those cowboy boots. boots. Uh, I don't want to be a cowboy. <laughs> great episode. Tyler, my man, is in Woodstock. What's going on, Tyler? What's going on, guys? Awesome speaking to you. Likewise, buddy. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Um, the best job I ever had, I uh, about two years ago, um, I decided I wanted to get out. I graduated in 2016 and wasn't ready to grow up and, uh, moved to Denali National Park, Alaska. What? 
Yep, I uh, found a resort. There's a there's a company called the Princess Lodge, and they're kind of the only you know cruise line that goes through Alaska. So I just got a bartending job. That's awesome. In, uh, I respect yep, yep. that. People that that graduate high school and they don't know what to do next, and they do something like really off the grid like that. I love that. I I'm it's, I should have done that. Yeah, and, and I just started. I just turned 26. I started my first real adult job. Um, you know, when I was 25, I mean, there's there's no rush to it. It's it's great, man. It, it really is great. But uh, just if you want to do something, that's that's all. I sh- that's all I can say is just go do it while you're young. You have no responsibility. The most jealous I've ever been of someone's job. Uh, take away like starting pitcher for the Braves. You know, like something <laughs> something out of your world. I went fishing in Aruba, and oh, nice. the fishing guide went down there fishing. It was great, great experience. I'm talking to the the guide. And I'm like, you know, how he got into it, blah, blah, blah. He's from the United States. And he says, well, I do this during the winter months. And then during the summer months, I'm a fishing guide up in Alaska. Oh, no, it was Hawaii. It was Hawaii when I did this. So he would just bounce between Hawaii and Alaska as a fishing guide. Like, I was like, what a life. Holy smokes. Fishing every day. Yeah, fishing every day. Change of scenery. So he goes from Hawaii to, I mean, I've never been, I was like, oh, man, why don't I go to college? I should have been, you know, I should have been uh, nestling at uh, O'Neill Williams' teat and learning how to fish better, so I could have had that gig. I've, I was so jealous. This was uh, this was a while ago. It was probably like 2008 or something. But I, I had a you know good job here. But I was like, ah, oh, I'm so jealous of this guy. He just, just Be no worries. Life. Yeah, no, no worries. exactly, no, no worries. worries. You know. The only worry is like, oh, I hope the guy that's paying me to fish for him, I hope we get a fish today. Right. <laughs> but if I don't, no big deal. Yeah. He's a tourist. I'm never going to see him again. Oh, I was so jealous of that guy. Tony is in Conyers. Tony, welcome to the show. Well, hello there. Hello, Tony. <clears throat> well, I've got one. I'm an import from Wyoming. In 1970, <clears throat> I was a young man, grew up on a ranch, and I took a job as a sheep herder in South Pass City in Wyoming. The old gold rush days. Was that your easiest job, your worst job, your best job? What was that? A sheep herder. That's interesting. Uh, well, it was probably one of the worst because it, uh, as a 15-year-old young man going into the mountains to where you didn't see anybody for 30 days at a time, they'd bring you food in once a week, and all you had was a sheep for company. So it wasn't the most pleasant experience. Kind of lonely, yeah. But it was awesome because you're out in the in nature and you see it at its finest did you ever see i'm 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 being serious here tony have you ever seen brokeback mountain (laughs) no but i've heard about it but i mean basically like no no i'm not making a joke like that was basically the the premise of the movie was i I don't know if it was sheep but they were hurting they were sheep yeah yeah interesting i mean I mean that should so that's the only knowledge I have of that life that yeah you're up on the mountain for a month and you're waiting for the dude to bring you food and it's like canned beans which I do love I do love a good canned bean uh, we'll come back more recalls talking about the uh, good news on the job market your first job your worst job your easiest job and what's your advice to recent high school and college grads trying to get their first job out of school 404-872-0750 this is the Mark Aram show. Mark Aram 
on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 725, we are going to play Guess the Banana. Know the banana? What's the name of this game, Deb Green? Guess the Banana. Guess the Banana. We're going to play that next half hour. Uh, Mark joins us in Stockbridge talking about the job situation. What's going on, Mark? Hey, buddy. I, uh, the, the first job, actually, my first job was in high school, and it was a, a, a toy store. The, the guy could only, it was me and my buddy went and applied. The guy said, well, I can only hire one of you. So he hired one of us and let us both work, and we split the checks. So that was kind of we <laughs> You know, we were putting bicycles and stuff together down in the basement on uh, Christmas time. But the best job, I think, was right out of high school. I got a job as a security guard, and the company had the contract with the L.A. Forum. So, man, I got to see every concert in the world for free. I got to, I got to see the Stones, Santana, Park. That's a hell of a gig. I had a buddy uh, when he was, uh, I guess, in high school. He worked at the Georgia Dome Mm. at the pizza place. Right, right. Like, whatever. They sell pizza there. And he did it just to see the concerts and all the— I always wondered about that, like the security people. I'm like, yeah, they get to see all the stuff for free. I'm paying 300 bucks. Yeah, so So instead of working at a regular pizza joint, he was making the same amount, but he was also getting to see the Falcons game and— Led Zeppelin. Well, I don't know if they ever played there, but like all these concerts and everything. Seventies. <laughs> Tom is in Canton. Tom, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Great, great. Yeah. Excellent. What's on your mind? I was talking about jobs. My first one was painting houses. I felt like I had it made on that one. The old man, he told me when he left out in the morning, so there's a refrigerator and just uh, help yourself. So I didn't have to worry about lunch expenses. <laughs> had a ride back and forth. And my easiest job would have been in the military, five years as a bio-research tech. Bio-research tech, wow. All of it classified, so I really can't talk about it, but I'll tell you what, it's fine. That, well, that sounds great. My, uh, I love the free food perks. My buddy worked, uh, she worked for Google. She's not there anymore. And they had, like, picture the most amazing cafeteria you could ever imagine, and it was all free. All free. Whatever you want. Chuck wants uh, an eel steak omelet. They'll whip it up for him. Deborah Green wants hot water and a salad. They whip (laughs) her up for her. You can't even buy that now. Enchiladas for Longoria. They had them. What a great benefit that is. If you just had free food as a benefit. You don't even have to worry about it. Yeah. You could could pay your folks a lot less and just give them free grub. Uh, Cheryl Castro. Everyone loves seeing Cheryl because that means it's Friday. She's going to give you your news, weather, and traffic next. Coming back. I need two contestants to play Guess That Banana, Chuck. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. We'll be right back. Friday edition live on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Robert Wagner, and you're listening to that famous anti-dentite, Mark Aram. 736, 24 minutes away from the curfew here in the ATL. Mark Aram and the bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m., Monday through Friday on WSB. Speaking of bananas, I need two contestants. Blah, blah, blah. Two contestants to play Guess the Banana. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk for the first time since the pandemic. I actually have a prize to give away. So, very uh, cool prize. Yeah, very cool prize. So if you want to play Guess the Banana, 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. Talking about uh, the job numbers today, which are good. Still a rough job market for recent grads. Your best advice to the recent grads out there as they hit the job market and asking you your first real job, your worst job, and your easiest job. Paul's in Lawrenceville. Paul, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent. What's on your mind, buddy? 
Oh wow! Well, jobs, man. I'm I'm a blessed person. So my my uh, earliest first job besides a short stint at a grocery store was a place called Franzbaum Racing. I loved cars, and I walked into this place, and they had Porsche race cars and Porsche street cars, and and I said, you know, I'd love to have a job. I think I was 14 or 15, and they said, uh, we really don't need anybody now, but you know, we'll let you know. And I said, I'll work for free. And you can get to know me, and I'll get to know you. And they said, okay. And I worked for a couple of days, and uh, they hired me, and I worked the next two summers for them. What was your job, though? Uh, So it was literally um, cleaning toilets, cleaning refrigerators, (laughs) washing car parts, getting um, Dairy Queen for the mechanics. That was the first summer. And the second summer, I really got to work on cars. They began to teach me to work on the cars, and, I mean, it was totally worth it. It was awesome. If you love what you and, do, it makes working easier. Even if you're cleaning toilets at the car place, it's, uh, it's, it makes it easier to do. Tommy's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Tommy. Hey, yes, my name's Tommy. Yeah, I was uh, – my first job was actually doing uh, busing tables and at a Western Sizzling, and Oh, hold the phone. Are those still around? That that used to be a great joint. That's the one with the big cow in the front, right? The oh, Sizzlers? That yeah. Western Sizzler. Oh, my good. Did you get free yeah. food there, Tommy? Uh, yeah, we got free food. I made print fries and stuff like that. <laughs> biggest, biggest headache was on Sundays because them uh, people on Sundays seem like they want to uh, they uh, leave the biggest mess, leave the less tips, and that was the most demanding people. I guess being at church, I got the toe stepped on, and they didn't want to cooperate. <laughs> wow. But anyway, I I just yeah, you just I've, took me back to the day, Tommy. The Western Sizzlin. We had a we had one of those in my town. No, no, we had a Ponderosa. You ever heard oh, of Ponderosa? Yeah, we had those in Madison. Oh, that was a treat. Like once a month, my mom would take me and my brother to Ponderosa. Uh, you just walk in there and you just smell the 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 aroma of. Are those steak? still around? Steak? I don't think so. I would love to find out, though. All right, 404-872-0751-800, WSB Talk. Time to play Guess the Banana on the Mark Aram Show. Dustin joins us in Lawrenceville. Dustin, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Hey, my name's Dustin. I'm uh, owner of Dustin's Pressure Washing out here in Lawrenceville. We do residential cleaning. Pretty simple kind of guy. Excellent. All right, you're going to play Guess the Banana. You're going up against Sandy in Dallas. Sandy, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. I work for a healthcare organization, and we're doing it virtually right now. Oh, good for you. Godspeed, my friend. All right, so here's the deal. Guess the banana. There are four bananas on the show, myself, Deb Green, Longoria, and Low T. Chuck. I'm going to tell you a fact about one of the bananas. You have to guess the banana. Which of us this fact pertains to? You ready? Yes. Ready. First one. We're going to go ladies first, by the way. Sandy, you're up first. This banana has never had a cavity. Me, Deb Green, Longoria, or Low T. has never had a cavity. Which one? I would say you. That is not me. I do take good care of my teeth, but I remember being a kid, and uh, I mean, you, I've got a bunch of metal in my mouth. Deborah Green has never had a cavity. Nope, never have a cavity. I have really? crooked teeth, but never had a ne- cavity. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty remarkable. That is, uh, it was all that whole milk you were drinking on the farm. It could have been. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, no point for Sandy Dustin. This banana is an only child. This banana is an only child. Is that banana me, Deb Green, Longoria, or Low T Chuck? I'm going to go for low-teeth Chuck. That is not true. Chuck's got an older brother who has a uh, bought a bride from Eastern Europe, Younger right? Brother. Younger brother. Yeah. Longoria, the only only I'm child only here. Child, yes. your, your mom, your beautiful mom had you, and she said, That's it. Perfection. Yes. I'm not going on. <laughs> there you go. All right. No point there, Dustin. That's all right. we got plenty of game left. This banana lived in a barn. This banana lived in a barn, Sandy. 
Mark Aram, Deborah Green, Longoria, or Low-T Chuck? Longoria. <laughs> not Longoria. I smell like I lived in a barn. <laughs> not Low-T, not Deb Green, but Mark Aram. I lived in a barn when I first moved to Atlanta. Isn't that crazy? That, that would have been the last one I would have yeah, thought. Yeah, Little Red Barn. Uh, it's still there off of DeForest Ferry Road. I was like, what did I get myself into? I'm living in a barn. All right, no point for Sandy. Dustin, this banana almost ran over actress Andy McDowell and her two kids. Wow, that would have been a headline. Which banana almost ran over Andy McDowell? Mark Aram, Deb Green, Longoria, or Low T? That's a tough choice. I'm going back with low-key Chuck. That is correct. I would have guessed Longoria because he's a horrible driver. But uh, Low-T, tell us that story. How did you almost run her over? I was fiddling with the radio going to class one day, and she had a house just off of campus yeah. in Montana. And she was walking across in front of the field house, which is where the athletes park. And I wasn't paying attention. And I looked up, and I just saw people, and I hit the brakes. And she's got her son and daughter, and she's just glaring at me. And I was like, oh! Wow, I'm really sorry. And yeah. then it dawned on me. I'm like, oh, oh that's Andy McDowell. That's Andy McDowell. Uh, I used to be a huge fan of Andy McDowell. Yeah. All right, good, good job, Dustin. You got the point there. This banana smoked ganja with Skippy from Family Ties. This banana smoked ganja with Skippy from Family Ties. Mark Aram, Deborah Green, Longoria, or Low T Chuck? Dev. You say Dev? I am yeah. not a smoker. That's fantastic. That is not correct. Uh, that is yours truly in college. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. But let's just say, uh, well, let me say that I was in the room while Skippy from Family Ties smoked ganja. Right. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. Uh, not Deborah Green. Dustin, this banana won a limbo contest. This banana won a limbo contest. Mark Aram, Deborah Green, Longoria, or Low T Chuck? Longoria. Long. <laughs> the worst guess ever. Yeah, uh, out of all of us. That's fantastic. Uh, I don't know, Longer. Have you ever won a limbo contest? No. I wouldn't think so. I don't think so. Deborah Green won a limbo yeah, contest. Yeah, I was a dancer. I was a gymnast. So yeah. it was not a, not a hard for me to win a limbo wow. contest. I have never won one either. Chuck, the only other logical choice to win a limbo yeah, contest no. would have been Chuck. He no. picks Longoria. Good job. <laughs> all right, uh, Sandy, no, or guess the banana. This banana hates watermelon. Mark Aram, Deb Green, Longoria, or Low T Chuck? Longoria. Longoria does hate watermelon. How do you hate watermelon, I don't know. Longoria? I, just, I don't like it. I, I can't stand it. There's so much of it in Texas, I know. too. I, can't, I mean, I'm like the oddball like so during the delicious. summer. I know. I'm craving I some now. I just have it. All right, uh, final question. What's the score, by the way, Deborah Green? It is 1-1. This is 1-1. Wow, all right. And who's up? It's Dustin's turn. All right, Dustin. Uh, this banana hung out with the Oak Ridge Boys. This banana hung out with the Oak Ridge Boys. Mark Aram, Deborah Green, Longoria, or Low T Chuck? I'm going to say Mark. No, I don't even know who the Oak Ridge Boys are. Uh, Elvira? No, I don't Elvira. know. Uh, that'd be Low T Chuck. Did you, yeah. smoke, did you smoke ganja with the Oak Ridge I did not. No, 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 no. How did you hang out with the Oak Ridge Boys? Uh, they were at the RNC in 2012, and I ran into them. Oh, no uh, kidding? Yeah. So, Did you tell them you were from the Revenant? I, I, well, at the time, that didn't exist, so <laughs> no, right. I did not. All right, we're going to give you a chance to tie this up, Sandy. Uh, this banana once had a uh, milkshake made for him by Jeff Garland from the Goldbergs. Which banana had a milkshake made for them by Jeff Garland from the Goldbergs? Mark Aram, Deborah Green, Longoria, Low T. Chuck. Mark. That is correct. Jeff Goldberg, uh, Jeff Goldberg, Jeff Garland from Kirby Enthusiasm uh, played poker with him one night here in Atlanta, and he made me a milkshake. 
Nice. Hey, that, that dude knows how to make milkshakes. Really? All right. Uh, the end of the game, we're tied up 2-2. Two to two, So we're both going to give them. Uh, you're both going to get Mark Aram show uh, COVID-19 mass. How about that, guys? Thank you, Dustin. Uh, hang on the line, guys. Don't hang up. Loti's going to get okay. your uh, your mailing info from you. Make sure I don't hang up on these people. Boom, I'm good. All right. Chris is in Adairsville. Chris, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, good evening, Mark. Um, just uh, wanted to throw in my, my best, worst, and first jobs out there. So I, I'm, a, I'm an 80s guy. I grew up in 70s and 80s. So uh, back then, in the middle 80s, my, my dad was a surveyor, uh, civil engineer there in northeast Florida in Palatka. And uh, he would do some side jobs surveying. So I, I, I was a, uh, I would hold a level rod for him and shoot line and grade. And he paid me 15 bucks an hour. So I don't know what the old man was making doing. Wow. What year was this? Yeah. Yeah. It was only during that summer. Um, what what year was it, Chris? Grand, it was 1985. Wow. 15 bucks an hour in 85. I would have retired on that. Uh, via the Piccadilly text line. Uh, my buddy uh, Levoy says there is a, a Ponderosa in Niagara Falls, and they have a Sunday bar. And of course, uh, apparently, according to my mom on the Piccadilly text line, I didn't have a Ponderosa in my town. It was, a, it was called Bonanza. It's the same company. Same company. All right. Same same basically thing. It was always always awesome to go there. Danny's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Danny. Hey, what's going on, Mark? How are you, How are sir? You? I'm good. So my first job, I'm going to throw it back to you. You're going to... You're going to get a kick out of this one. So my first job was actually in the Bronx Zoo. No way. Yes, sir. What was uh, your uh, years down here in Atlanta now? So what was the job that you had at the Bronx Zoo? It was the worst job ever. Were you I a pooper in, scooper? No, I worked in the kitchen. So I was the one feeding the animals, seeing the animals. <laughs> that seems like a pretty good job, though. You get to, you know, not to go all Joe Exotic on you, yeah, but you got to at least. No. <laughs> Yeah, but when you're standing behind that grill and that heat in the in the zoo, oh and everything, yeah, no. the zoo did stay. Yeah. I remember going to the Bronx Zoo as a kid. That was one of the best things ever. And it's like Zoo Atlanta is, I think, way better than the Bronx Zoo. But as a kid, any zoo is awesome. Oh yeah, any zoo is awesome. Yeah, uh, petting zoo especially. Tony's in Marietta. We got a little sounder for Mister Tony Don't here. Don't want to keep Tony waiting. Hunky Tony, <laughs> how you doing, Tony? Your voices, guys. Oh, man, the bananas, you guys are so crazy. I would have loved to have played that game. I know so much about you guys. Oh, you know what? We'll play next week, Tony. We'll get you locked in. All right. Well, so, well next week I'm going to be on vacation, maybe right. the week after. Week after, after that. Anyways, um, I listen when I can, when I can get my shift, and I keep talking to my supervisor. I say I want to do a 930 to 530. Sometimes I get it. A lot of times I don't. But anyway, I digress. Relative to jobs, I think the cushiest job that I ever had was as a contract worker for uh, Rich's department store in their store planning and construction uh, department. And they had a very nice office tower um, at Perimeter Mall. And the greatest thing about it was that back in that day, you could go to lunch and you could drink. So <laughs> we would have, you know, three martini lunches and all of that sort of stuff. You could smoke in the restaurant. I mean, it was just absolutely awesome. It reminds me of that great TV show, and I just recently binge-watched it, Mad Men, where they would just drink in the office. They'd bar. It wasn't even hiding it. Like, we've had coworkers that hide the bottle in the desk. No, this guy had a bar in his office. Have you guys seen Mad Men? Great show. I have not. Check it out. Xfinity On Demand. Uh, we'll come back, finish up your calls. Final segment on a Friday. It's the Mark Arab Show on WSB.
Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show. Got to be super quick here. Uh, Chris is in Adairsville. Chris, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Yeah, sorry I lost you there. So my, my worst job was um, cutting trees down in a construction site. And they just handed me a saw and a thing of gas and oil and sent me in the woods. Man, I like to cut my leg off for lunchtime, so I quit. Oh, Chris, <laughs> yeah. I got to run. I'm so sorry. Uh, Jeff's in Riverdale. Jeff, real quick, what do you have? Mark, I'm a native of Atlanta, and all of our first job mostly was Six Flags over Georgia. Were you? You weren't the seventy-five cent an hour. Were you the guy that cleaned up the uh, throw up under the the roller coaster? No, actually, I always worked in games. Okay, that's a fun yeah. job. I yeah, bet it was fun. It was fun. But everybody, that was always our first job out in native Atlanta. That's what we always uh, aspired to do. Our first job. I bet that was a great place to meet uh, young ladies when you were a teen. It was. <laughs> Good job. Davis is on the Mark Aram Show. Davis, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Hey, so my first job was chopping corn in the fields at age 12. Chopping corn? Pull, Feel you there. Pulling the tassels out of corn stalks yep, to make the tasseling. corn. Did you get free corn? No. You got um, a gun of cuts on your arms and everything from the corn leaves, but it was a brutal job. It was nasty. But yeah. 12 years old, 285 an hour, you were living the dream. That's huge right there. Where was this, by oh, the way? Here. Oh, uh, 78, 79. No, where were you doing this? Oh, up in Idaho. Okay. Can't play that sounder anymore. Damn it. Uh, Tina's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Tina, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Uh, Tina? Gina? Oh, Gina with a T. Okay. Hey, Gina, how are you? <laughs> hey, how are you? So my first job was a waitress in a restaurant, and my boss was a couple years older than me, so... But um, I ended up dating him and marrying him, so that made it a pretty good job. Been together um, 37 years. What, so what was the restaurant? Was um, it was uh, White Collins in LJ. Oh, beautiful. And- uh, I got to run. I'm so sorry. Uh, we have a Ponderosa update, Debra Green. Where's the closest the one? The closest one is just over the border in Tennessee, so it looks like it's about three hours if you want to go check it out. I'm down. Want to go down back to childhood, Chuck, and uh, get the Ponderosa? They have meat. I don't think they have uh, elk sure. steak, but they have meat. We can go. All right, let's do uh, Star of the Show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? When in doubt, the host gets star of the show. Hi, Rachel Green. Rachel's there. Glove on, mask on, fantastic. Uh, we will, uh, listen, everyone have a safe weekend. Let me say that. Be safe out there. Uh, we will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M, or Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Full week of fun shows next week. Stay with us. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. need no Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.